this episode came out surprisingly well. I was like fucking dead on the inside. <laughs> I'm really impressed at actually how well it came out despite the circumstances. I talk about doing Ever After sober for the first time, which was a four day experience of me going hard as fuck. Actually harder than people that were on uh, on drugs and alcohol. So that that felt really good. I uh, also talk about like a ton of social lessons and awareness that I learned over the week as I spent six out of seven days with people and um, a ton more. And this is like a lot of it is covering like ever after and social stuff. So it's a little bit interesting and different, but uh, hope this came out super well for you. All right. Ciao. This is the Josh Moxie journey. What is good, ladies and gentlemen? Today is June 10th, 2019. It is after, ever after. And I decided to do this on a Monday instead uh, because ever after is just hectic as it is. And trying to get reflections done in the morning over ever after is uh, it's not the easiest thing. So I decided to throw it in here instead. Um, I'm dead as fuck right now. I think I'm like, I'm on the verge of, like I'm, see- I'm seeing some signs of low vibrations. Like, um... I just feel super fucking dead. I'm on like three and a half hour sleep last night because I went to an after party at <laughs> at a motel. Anyways, I'm not going to get into all this. It was funny as fuck though because it became like a little rave in the middle of the, what do you call it? The middle ground area. Anyways, my voice is also fucked because I've been screaming all weekend, but it was a fucking plus. Loved this weekend. Okay, let's fucking, what am I talking about? Right, Reflections. Reflections is a weekly episode where I get on camera, I talk about what worked, what didn't win, lessons, growth, etc., challenges, all the fucking, all that good shit, and I am, uh, I forgot to say who I am. I'm Josh Moxie, and I'm an aspiring entrepreneur, and I'm documenting my journey, so through Reflections, this is a weekly check-in, a weekly capture, if you will, to see where I'm at in a given point in my history, and I'm gonna, in the process, document things, but also like document part of my life, but at the same time, hopefully try to bring the end listener or watcher some value. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. And uh, this might be the worst episode today, but because I'm so off right now, but, and I'm like, it's just, man, sleep is always the answer, but yeah. Anyways, let's get into it. What's been on my mind? Love languages. This has been very interesting recently. I've always had a fascination with love languages, but I want to know everyone's love language so I can understand them better and then be able to work with that to make them feel loved more. It's one of the most important things in everyday life. And for me, I'm just like paying attention to my love languages, learning a lot about like what they are, observing if I'm incorrect or correct, and also observing others and seeing how I can do my part in making them feel loved if they earned it, so to speak. That really could be a learning belief. Anyways, love languages. 1000% ever after, like leading up to it, just too fucking excited. And of course, while I'm there, that's obviously on my mind as well. Runs the whole fucking weekend. So yeah, yeah. (laughs) This idea of what do people do when they're done a rave? For me, I want to be able to know that I have something better outside of the rave and that the rave is cool but it's not as good as my purpose, my mission, my goals, etc. And I just question how many people actually feel the same way and it actually breaks my fucking heart to hear uh, or see that people don't 
have something outside of a rave that they value more because it's these people need purposes. Um, there are tons of ravers that do have purposes and I'm so happy that they do. Um, but there's also a shit ton that also don't have a purpose and it really fucking sucks. So it's just like all this living for one weekend. Uh, but what happens when you're done with that weekend? Hmm. What were my favorite wins? Four days sober of ever after. I wanted this badge so fucking bad. I wanted to do three days, of course, but like, and then the fact that they added the after party, I'm like, yes, I can do fucking four days of no alcohol and no drugs. I used to have some alcohol before raves. I also used to partake in MDMA, low doses. I don't know why the fuck I'm saying this on camera. Who fucking cares? I guess I'm, I'll just, I'll just say it right here. I don't, I do not do M anymore. I stopped last summer, but uh, it's just like it was a gradual decline of M, and then I realized this is fucking stupid. I don't need this anymore, and I like the music so much that I don't require some sort of thing to enhance it. You can fucking do you if you want to do that, but. I like the sober life and I like that I got that badge. It's uh, it's not that fucking hard. If you really love the music, you can go easily for four days if you have caffeine, water. You don't even need caffeine. Water and sleep and enjoyable music and obviously people you love as well. You're fucking golden. Period of story. But I'm so fucking glad I finally did it and it was actually it was extra cool that we could add the after party as well because I wanted, uh, I wanted that badge so fucking bad and I fucking did it. Feels great. I completed my cut. That lasted oof, 40 days, 39, something like that. And I've been pigging the fuck out since then, but uh, I did lose 10 pounds with the uh, aggressive fat loss system by Grego Gallagher slash Kino Body, whatever you want to call it. And thank God for that program, and it actually worked fucking well. That, and I also have a good metabolism, so that absolutely helped as well. But it feels cool to know I can also cut weight in addition to adding weight and just having more control over my body and my veins are popping more. Not as well as I wanted to, but like you can see like, look, looking at some videos of ever after, I can see like veins popping in my neck and like my arms, there's veins popping out. I'm like, oh my God, this is why I did this. And uh, just such a powerful why, <laughs> veins. <laughs> but anyways, it worked really well channeling that why. And I'm glad that I'm able to now eat bulking type of shit because I was at half calories. Holy fuck, it was hard, but I'm glad I persevered with it all. Getting to know myself for five minutes every single day. Um, Dan DePony, I think I talked about it in last week's episode. He is a spiritual gangster is how I would call him and or how I would refer to him. I love him so much and he gave a very simple exercise for people who are unaware of their purpose. It's very simple. Sit down, lay down, whatever, do not do a single thing, don't make coffee, don't drive, don't bike, do not walk the dog, don't do a fucking thing, and just sit there and get to know yourself. It is literally as simple as you just talking to yourself like you're talking to another person. Um, hey, how are you, Josh? How's your day going? What do you think about the fucking weather? Like, what do you think? Like, you can go ultra light talk, and then as time goes on, you get more comfortable with yourself, and then you'll be able to reveal more truths to yourself because you're not scared of knowing exactly what is, or at least that's my understanding or and my uh, quick idea around why I think it works. But anyways, it's really fucking cool. I just fucking sit there for five minutes and I just talk to myself in a back and forth type of thing and just understand myself a little bit more every single day, just for five minutes. So fucking cool. What worked? Allowing myself to use my phone as a utility when it's important. 
So I have this no social, no phone rule, no texting, no calling type of thing. Although I kind of go gray with the no calling, but if there is something that requires a phone call or a text that is related to time sensitive plans, that things are urgent, I think it actually is helpful to kind of gray area, break the rule. And here was my distinction I came up with today. Forget that for a second, because I had to create, I had to create plans today. So what I did is I called and if I didn't get an answer, I went into messages and I tried to just ignore mentally with my eyes everything that wasn't, <clears throat> excuse me, everything that wasn't related to the plan that I was trying to create right now. So just only contacting people that were involved. <coughs> excuse me. And uh, did that. And it's like, it didn't necessarily feel like cheating because I wasn't going on social media. I was just reconnecting or I was just connecting with the people that were required for that plan and to make that ultimately happen. And I did wait like half an hour or something like that till I used my phone. But uh, yeah, that was helpful, I think. Thinking of my vision and allowing myself to be grateful and proud of my achievements that I've, ac I've accomplished so far, even if they're not up to the certain par that I would like it to be long-term. This occurred during Elenium, it was the final set. Elenium is a very like, much more vibey type of music and it, it like, I cried multiple times, um, which I was like, oh God, why am I crying right now? But I ended up, yeah, tearing up at this one part and it was because it fucking rolled down my face. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> why is this happening right now? But I, uh, cause I really don't like crying in public. But anyway, I, I was, the tear rolled down my eyes and what I was thinking about in that moment was I just allowed myself to be grateful for the person I'm becoming um, how good of a human being I am, how much of a legacy, I'm fucking getting emotional thinking about it right now, how much of a legacy I'm going to leave on this planet, and uh, yeah, the self-awareness, the the skills I've developed, the habits I've developed, that will, these two things that will guide me, and be a, a uh, the helpers, if you will, to my success, quote unquote, long term, and yeah, and just allowing myself to be proud of what I've achieved so far and then being also excited going forward and just being grateful for it in advance. It was fucking beautiful. <sighs> what a fucking set, man. Holding eye contact more strongly. I have this tendency to sometimes, even kind of like I just did that, I kind of like look away sometimes if it's too tense and I'm doing a better job now though of it, which is just staring people in the eye and just continuing to do so i'm not not to be creepy like not to a point where it's weird and like creepy but just like long enough that i feel like that was good enough i'm gonna look away now because i want to type of thing versus this is intense i'm gonna look away because i'm trying to avoid tension but just like locking eyes with people is just like a very nice way of building rapport and developing a connection and it's it's just fucking nice it feels fucking good <laughs> taking a ton of pictures and videos I try to get at least get a one per set, maybe two videos, and then like having photos here and there and making sure I didn't miss any photos that I wanted to get. Fuck, I just realized, I think we, Brian and I did not have one of each, just like us together. But the, okay, so that might be like the one that I wish I, oh, okay, there was actually others, but still, we did a pretty good job of getting all the photos, and then today we just did a massive airdrop session. It actually worked fucking cool as shit, because we were all in one place. We just like sent each other a bunch of good, photos as well as I, I feel like I basically just said it in comedy stuff but like just like funny shit that happened throughout the festival like uh, 
there was glitter on my nipple. There was like, I just fucking sent photos like that. It was like just random shit like that. But anyways, it was, uh, it was good though. I'm glad that's an interesting hack to use. Like just airdrop all at once and uh, make sure you get those photos and the videos you're looking for. Try to get at least for me, at least I like to get at least one or two videos per act per set, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And it makes for good memories. And ideally you can get other people to send their memories as well and then create a like Google Photos archive thing where, yeah, like that shit. I love that so much. It's great. <laughs> Catching up with old friends. It feels incredible. Uh, too many to fucking list. This week was an entire social thing. Like even Monday and Tuesday before ever after, it was like uh, hangouts with Lore on the Monday and then Tuesday was Coffee with Zach. So those are like fucking those are hangouts in addition to the crazy amount of social activity that was going on from thursday to monday and uh and by the way did i say this is monday because it is monday today but anyways this is uh this is really good to catch up with people but in addition and also i'm just i'm just shown how much it gives me accountability and motivation when i'm around other people and when i'm in my room it can be easy sometimes to just lose track of that but when I'm with people and like getting intermittent doses, if you will, of social activities, I'm much more accountable. I'm much more um, driven to make shit happen because I maybe it's because of my word. I want to be. I want to make sure my word is bond. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but something is there for sure. What didn't work, and how can I improve it? Staying to surface on conversations. I. Uh, I did not do a good job of being deep or just like going for rapport this week. It was much more surface shit. And I, it actually comes from an insecurity on my lack of results in business and in my work so far um, that I actually don't like talking about. It's, uh, yeah, that is absolutely the case. <laughs> it's funny that I just like share it on here so casually, but that's what's going on with me right now. If I am trying to avoid conversation, that is probably why. I just don't want to like talk about it for whatever reason, and uh, it holds my relationships back. I'm like, I want to be able to discuss any area. I want to have like a free flow, no boxes type of conversation. And I've got to get past my own self and be able to do that. And also enjoy, like it's, I mean, it's tough at a rave to have a deep conversation because the music's so fucking loud. Like, yeah. But anyways, I wish I would have gone deeper this week and developed more relationships rather than be staying so surface on too many with too many people. For example, by the way, uh, Karina Paris, one of my best friends, we text a fucking ton. She lives in Montreal. Um, and I was so excited to see her and it was fucking awesome to see her all weekend. But like, I did not have a good job or I did not do a good job of having meaningful conversations with her. I felt I kept it way too fucking light. And I wanted to take the time to even bond further with her, even though we've bonded so much already, but I wanted to like have better conversations with her. And it's, it is tough because it's in the crowd and we weren't staying in the same place. And it was like, Hmm, it's tough. But at the same time, I just have to create space for that and do a better job of that. And yeah, it's not that fucking complicated. Just got to do it. Not taking any breaks at ever after. So like, I appreciate the fact that I go super fucking hard, but you should have seen my ankles last night. I was limping. <laughs> like, it was fucked. I could barely fucking walk to the washroom without, like, yeah, it was just deadly. Anyways, 
but I, I was serious. I think I did like 15 shoulder rides or something stupid. It was just a lot of shoulder rides this weekend and I barely sat down at all. And yeah, it was just ridiculous. And then I could feel my, my ankles just so, excuse me. My ankles were just slowly dying last night. And then, excuse me, um, the, by the end of the after party, I was literally limping away. And then it got worse and worse as time goes on. And then, but thankfully that sleep plus, I think it was a source energy medicine session plus uh, inflammation transformation, which is a bottle of water, or a label, if you will, of source energy medicine. That really fucking helped, and it's on its way to healing now. Thankfully, I'm not limping anymore, and grateful as fuck for that. Smiles were uh, not always genuine. Like, I didn't always feel super fucking happy when I was smiling. I was kind of just doing it as a polite thing. I really don't like that. Like, yeah, I'm trying to just be a good human being if I didn't feel like smiling in that moment, but it doesn't... It's not very authentic. Like, it just doesn't feel great. Um... Yeah, because there were times I was just like, I just didn't feel like smiling. I wasn't very, I wasn't very happy in that moment. And it's, that happens sometimes. <laughs> and uh, that would be a good time to not smile. But at the same time, I'm just like so fucking conditioned to smile. And uh, yeah, that, I don't even know what, what didn't work about this. Yeah, what didn't work is the fact that it's basically just being fake. And I don't fucking like that. So smile when you want to. Don't smile when you don't want to. Be real. It's better than being nice. Fuck nice, be kind instead, which is real niceness. Dream board and reasons were basically not looked at at all. I think like Monday, Tuesday, maybe. But other than that, I just forgot and like I didn't make it a priority. And I had like lack of urge or lack. That's actually not necessarily true. I did have urgency to do shit, but it was more from the, the angle of the accountability to other people and like clarity around what I don't want and what I do want and just like. I was motivated to do the work, but if I don't go in the direction of my vision, I can go in the wrong area. So I have to be constantly reverse reverse engineering, keeping it top of mind, thinking about it, manifesting it day, day by day, step by step. And then, uh, but yeah, I've got to keep that fucking top of mind. And I wasn't. So get that shit in my schedule again. Procrastination. Like this is manifested in a ton of different ways. Um, one of the examples I'm thinking about right now is like procrastination on so I'll give you actually two examples. Uno, the triple stack. I definitely could have done a triple stack, or at least if I couldn't, it was it would have been close. And when I say tri- triple, triple stack, I'm talking about two people on my shoulders and like a picture or whatever, or I could do that for a song. I'm not sure what I'd be able to do, but by the way, I legit feel like I still have a fucking wristband on my wrist, but it's like a ghost, a ghost wristband. It's so real. Anyways, um... So I should have done that, but we waited way too fucking long. We waited till Sunday and then it was like, and I was letting, I was like buying into the excuses of the other people that were involved. And then I just ended up not doing it and that's on me and I should have done it earlier in the weekend. And, uh, yeah, but at least I will be able to do it else at Eel Sonic and I've got to fucking do it because I just, I don't want to go to another event without not trying to do it because it's important. Secondly, conversations I wanted to have with other people that I kept putting off and that I never got to have them. Like, there's no fun in that. Just fucking do it now. Do it as fast as possible. And don't buy, like, just create the fucking space. Do things in their proper time. Do not procrastinate. I don't really know what the fuck else to say. It's pretty fucking simple. What were my biggest lessons? Simple trick. I sometimes ask, what is my next moves? And I realized it's actually better to ask, what is my next move? Like, without an S. Singular, not plural. 
because um, we can only do one thing at a time realistically. So when I'm asking these questions, I think it's much better if instead of getting like a list of like multiple things, I just get my next move. I just focus on that. And it's giving me much clearer results or much clearer answers, if you will, that I can ultimately use to turn into results. So be specific, be more specific. I did an experiment with uh, my buddy, Zach. I asked him a question, which I thought was pretty cool, which is what is firing you up right now? Like what, what gets you excited? What you, what is motivating you right now? Um, it actually, it's funny enough, started up like, like, what are your whys? Like what, what gets you out of bed in the morning? But then I came up with that in the, I think in real time something like that anyways i think it worked well because it got him he's like okay what does fire me up right now and he gave me a really fucking good answer so if you're looking to get more deep and understand people a little bit more and understand why they're doing what they're doing it can be as simple as just like hey like what's firing you up right now this is a good conversation just a quick add-in and you'll create some fucking interesting conversation from it to succeed you need both accountability and non-judgment got this from gary vanderchuk thought it was a beautiful way of describing something very important, which is if you have accountability, but you're judging yourself, you're not going to go anywhere because you'll stop yourself. Whereas if you have no accountability, but no judgment, you you end up um, like a fucking stoner who does nothing. Okay. But when you have both, you find someone that loves themselves and accepts themselves and their weaknesses, their flaws, their errors, and equally is accountable to doing the things they need to do in their proper time making shit happen. I thought that was an amazing thing because either or, you, like you need to have both in order to succeed. That's a very simple way of looking at it. And this is also not about just with yourself. This is with other people too. My favorite relationships by far are the ones that hold me accountable, but also do not judge me. It is this like beautiful fucking combination these two when they put together. People motivate the living fuck out of me to act. Like, it was just insane. It's always just, it's a great, like this is nothing really new, but it's just, it feels much more intense this, this experience, this lesson this week, because what, as I was with so many people throughout the week, I was just noticing how much more inclined I was to act and ultimately try to stay accountable. Like it's my, I care about my word. I do not want to go back on my word. I want to make promises and fucking deliver on them. It feels fucking awful for me if I don't do that. Like if I, if I fail and, and, uh, my word is, goes back, like I go back on my word. I, oh God, it is the worst thing for me. And I'm thinking about one person, for example, I, I did this with, and I'm, I still have to reach out to them, but I haven't acknowledged it yet. And it feels like shit. Like my word means so much to me. For me, I think your word is your worth. And I, I, I'm, guessing that a lot of the reason why it's so motivating is because well actually there's more to that of course what i just said about all that jazz but also the clarity you get by being around people you're like okay i do want to be you in this aspect and i also don't want to be you in these other aspects so it's like let's take the good and discard the bad and learn from you and um there's also a million other things but anyways i'm just noticing how fucking motivated i am and wanting to be accountable and inspired when I'm around other people, whether it's like, and I actually, that's a, there's a key distinction there. People, the more you're doing in life, the more I'm motivated by you. And the closer I can get to you in physical proximity, the more motivated I am going to be. If you're going to talk about a concept, give as much context as possible. 
I find that when I'm talking with Brian sometimes, he's here right now, when I'm talking with him, he's so fucking in the clouds. Like, I, I wonder if people understand what the fuck he's talking about because he's talking so abstract. So a better way of doing this, and I, I really hope you listen to this, Brian, see this, um, you've got to start bringing examples into every fucking point you do because if you don't, and like, I just don't think that people understand what the fuck you're talking about if you don't do that. You're just so fucking in the clouds that it's like, yeah, gotta bring it down. Bring it down to earth. Give practicality to it. Um, be specific in nature because no one knows what the fuck you're talking about if you're being too general. And in order to influence people to help get them the result you're looking for, you've gotta be fucking specific. Period. End of fucking story. I realized I'm doing the right thing by abandoning coding and design and all that stuff as my main thing and focusing on non-material source energy medicine and source energy medicine as a whole and all that type of cool and also weird shit. (laughs) But it's, I heard Brian on London Real um, and he said, whatever his old job was, I think he was a, something to do in finance and I could be wrong, but it was something like that. And he said, it was a lot of fun and he knew he would miss it type of thing when he left, but he also knew what he was missing out on by not doing it. And he would have way more fucking impact if he did London Real and so little impact if he chose to stay with what he was doing, even though it could technically be more fun. So I'm like, wow, this is exactly what I needed to hear because I wonder sometimes like, should I have just stuck with design and coding because it's fun and I could do it all fucking day? Or am I doing the right thing by chasing the ultimate fucking impact, the ultimate change, the ultimate long-term ideal plan, in my opinion? So that was some good confirmation to hear that. What challenges did I experience? Not fully appreciating the present moments. Struggled with uh, presence at times during Ever After. I was like, I found myself being future-focused, trying to just like... I don't know, I just like some at times I felt my intentions were off. Other times I was fucking dialed in and having a fucking blast and it was really fucking cool. But other times I did find myself like thinking about quote unquote the wrong things. And that's just an opportunity for me to change my thought patterns, change my patterns, um, and grow from it ultimately. Being too attached to my expectations. My so specifically I'm thinking about a person who I thought was going to be a certain way in person, but was more another way. And I was like, okay, uh, but this is my opportunity to be like, yo, this is my, this is just my expectation. Like an expectation can really, really fuck with you if you're not channeling it correctly. So anyways, uh, they, I thought they were being cold to me at the time, but they weren't actually, or at least that's my current understanding that they, they were not mad at me or trying to be cold. They were just expressing in a certain way, and that's that is uh, that is that. And I have to remember that, like, it's <laughs> just because I have a certain expectation does not mean it's not necessarily going to be that way. That's true for like sets as well. Sets I had too high expectations for. Like, I got a little bit too pumped for excision, and although I just wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling like a hundred percent for excision. But uh, also, my I think my expectations were just too high, and uh, he was better at. EDC's the recording at least. Anyways, <laughs> expectations are great and fucking awful at the same time. Being very unaccepting of others' ideas and feeling like my ideas are so much better, my plans are so much better, and just like this superiority complex. It has its place, but at the same time, I'm just so resistant to accepting external ideas. It's not doing me a great service. But I, here's the thing that makes you feel better about it. Excuse me. 
Um, Gary Vaynerchuk has this, and Steve Jobs had this as well. Uh, they like don't like the idea at first, and then they they like come back and be like, "Hey, this is this is I got this idea," and then <laughs> they'll be like. The other person will be like, yo, I gave you that idea like last week type of thing. <laughs> but uh, I don't do that. And what I do is I'm like, oh, you were right after all. I was wrong. So like in, in due time, I'll figure it out. I'll like, I'll agree with it if it's, I think the right move. That's usually at least what happens. Anyways, very resistant to accepting other people's ideas is the point right now. Caring too much about the judgments or opinions of other people. Um, I found myself wanting to have conversations in the crowd that were much more private in nature but I stopped myself because I didn't want the other people to hear around me. And I mean, there is a time and place for that, but if I can get past myself and just be okay with other people hearing it, I think that's completely fine. Um, yeah. Also certain things, like doing certain things, like there was just, even <laughs> even as I'm doing like dancers and stuff like that, there there is, I can still see people judging me at times. And it's, I mean, some I love when people support it and have fun with it. But at the same time, there is obviously judgment. I can see people who are like, what the fuck is happening? Why does this kid look like he's so high? But obviously I'm fucking sober, as I talked about earlier in the episode. But uh, they don't know that. They just think I'm rolling fucking balls because I'm going so fucking hard. But little do they know, it's just because stuff is a drug to me. Just the fucking truth. But anyways, caring too much about judgment and opinions is something I'm noticing within myself right now. I'm not loving it. Where did I grow the most? My confidence in non-material source energy medicine. I uh, I did a session on a client and she integrated so fucking well and it brought me so much fucking joy. But where I grew the most, I think, in this aspect is, well, first off, that was my first um, really big, like, awesome testimonial. It was so fucking clear for her. The story she shared to me with her dreams that she was experiencing and like some shit that I didn't even tell her that like her dream told her about non-material source energy medicine and like the integration process it was like whoa this is incredible and it just raised my belief so much in what I'm doing and it just gave me that confidence like yeah I'm in the right place I'm doing the right thing let's fucking do more of this and let's go do it big socially so obviously spending six days with people you're gonna get some practice with things I, uh, yeah, it was a lot. I also, I learned a ton about myself. I, I'm also getting like, as even though I just talked about judgment and stuff like that. And like, I am shirtless in a crowd doing like gun fingers and like looking high as fuck. And, but obviously being completely sober and, uh, having the fucking time of my life and giving a f- less of a fuck and just having fun with people if they're down, if they're not, that's completely fine. Not for everyone. And and equally, like, conversations I had earlier in the week were fun, and I enjoyed those, and I wish, I again, I wish I had more conversations like that later in the week, but I uh, didn't do a great job of creating those types of conversations, but again, in the future, we'll learn from that. But there's, So there's a lot of lessons learned, there was a lot of clarity I gained, I learned a lot about patterns I was experiencing, positive and negative, and I just felt like I grew a lot socially. So that is why I'm putting it in here. <laughs> What am I obsessed with right now? Course step step. Gotta be. Avrasur is ridiculous. Also, I forgot, in case I haven't said this, I'm just so happy that the people I spent it with, like, just awesome. It's, it is super fucking important who you spend these festivals with, and I'm so fucking grateful. 
if you were part of my squad and I love you, thank you so much for being there. Thank you for having, thank you for sharing this experience with me. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And yeah, just, that was cool as fuck. <laughs> Completely related, gun fingers. Like, I love gun fingers. This is my new obsession with dubstep. Like, I was kind of like sad um, that Mastodon took so long in the terms of the weekend. It was mid, mid weekend, but I love shooting things in dubstep. Like I pretend like I have fucking guns all the time and just, it's so funny. It's like, there's this guy <laughs> who loves something called death step and he loves guns and pretending he's firing and shooting things. Uh, and he's equally a, he wants to be a spiritual leader <laughs> and he wants, and he does energy work and he wants to build a business around this. It's just such a funny, a funny fucking combina combination. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, but yeah, I'm obsessed with Gunfingers. For Mastodon, I'm just like... Like just fucking shooting everything. And it was great. And I shoot people. I shoot the sky. I shoot the crowd. Um, there's a whole variation of shooting. Uh, yeah, I had so much fun. I, I'm not sure if I'm going to show any footage, but you can try to imagine me just like... It's so funny. <laughs> Alright, so Reflections 48 in the books. I came out way better than I was expecting. I still feel like low-key sick and I'm, if that sounds like Loki like the character from Avengers not Avengers Marvel Cinematic Universe or just Marvel in general I'm rambling uh hope that came out yeah hope that came out well and uh <clears throat> if you liked it please share with a friend and if you liked it enough please engage with it comment with it uh like it and if you could do me a favor and follow along whether that's through subscribing, following on the podcast, or liking my Facebook page so you can get delivered long-form pieces of content and join me on my journey. That would be fucking remarkable. Anyways, appreciate you watching and listening. It means a fucking ton to me. And as always, my name is Josh Moxie, and I will catch you later.